Viewpoint, weekdays, 8 to 10 p.m. on SAFM. On SAFM. And our next guest, this is quite... Uh, encouraging women making it happen, women getting together to support other women. IWFSA Honoring Leadership Excellence. And we will be joined by Audrey Motupi, uh, CEO, Systemic Logic Group, a global financial innovation data and technology disruptor with a leading edge in execution in emergent business models and uh, also, um, you know, uh, basically looking after uh, other women and trying to create platforms where women can find solace, mentorship, and many other things. And just to give you a rounded picture, now in a, you know, um, in collaboration, the International Women's Forum South Africa and Standard Bank uh, will be lauding the stellar achievements of outstanding women at the annual Hall of Fame Awards scheduled for Thursday, that's 19th October 2023, at Standard Bank Rosebank Head Office. And this exclusive event bears the inspiring theme, Pay It Forward. And these awards pay tribute to women who have devoted their lives, their careers, to the quest to uplift and empower and uh, who in doing so have advanced leadership in the broader services. And my guest is online. Um, Audrey, good evening and welcome to The Viewpoint. Good evening, Bertha. How are you this evening? I'm fabulous. I was listening very shortly and I was loving how you're challenging us all to think. <laughs> so here is something that is inspiring and, you know, the, the, the business environment has shifted uh, if we look back 10 years, 15 years ago. And to find women coming together to create a platform for other women, paid forward. I like the, the, you know, the theme, paid forward. And maybe that's where we should start. What yes. really does it stand for? I think, Bathar, it is as simple and as straightforward as you say it for for every single one of us out there have not really achieved whether it's success in our work, any kind of success on our own. There's always been somebody who has either inspired you, lifted you, or led you forward. And what we're trying to do, the International Women's Forum, uh, which is a global uh, forum, but the International Women's Forum of South Africa, uh, the theme paid forward this time around for awards, is really acknowledging that that actually is intuitively what we should all be doing, what we all should be recognizing to ensure that every single one of us, particularly women, very biased with women, can continue to grow and grow others. So it's a celebration of the fact that we owe our success to others and we, we have a responsibility to make others succeed. And this organization, how, how, is, how long has it been um, in, in, you know, is it, has it been around for more than 10 years, five years, or is it a new baby? Definitely not. So the International Women globally uh, has about 8,000 esteemed members, and that will be celebrating about 50 years coming fairly soon. Our South African chapter, the International Women's Forum of South Africa, is just over 20 years. Uh, the, uh, the former First Lady, Mrs. Vanilla Mbeki, is our patron and founder of the South African chapter, uh, effectively, uh, of, we have about 100 members, and it's really uh, possibly 
a lot of the women who I describe as having uh, broken the ceiling, uh, taken the lead in, across all aspects of society where women need to, to be part of, but have now taken on the responsibility by the time you get on board as an International Women's Forum of SA member, uh, you really have got a responsibility beyond yourself because you've achieved all the success you possibly could and now you have a responsibility to exactly do that which is pay it forward and grow others. But I think more important, you've got a responsibility to ensure that um, the, the lessons both good and bad that you've learned because the silver hairs that most of us carry so the responsibility to make sure that the young ones coming after us uh, can have an easier journey forward away from the mistakes that potentially we would have learned of or made. So, for example, in practical terms, uh, IWFSA has um, a Young Leaders Connect chapter, and the Young Leaders Connect is really uh, embedded uh, in the principles of mentorship, structured mentorship, and, in, and working specifically with uh, both different institutions, but also if you look, for example, in the banking sector, we've partnered with Facet, uh, which is the CETA in the financial services sector. And together with um, Ayanda Mofoleke, who's the CEO there, we have an, a, a very active um, mentorship program together with Duke um, University. So you can see it's a very structured process of paying it forward. Uh, and, it, and effectively, we're running almost a mini MBA type experiences for young women. Um, and exchange programs and the cohorts that, that, that they're part of, they end up being finding themselves in different countries. Recently, there's a group that came back from Singapore. But the trick is making sure that we partner them with it. most of the women. If I use examples, the, the type of women in IWFSA, other than our patron, Madame Becky, are, are people like our president, who is Mrs. Irene Shanley, our VP of Melissa Sakude, uh, the likes of Dr. Anna Mukhohong. Um, and these are women who, if any of the youngsters, any of us um, who come after them, are inspired enough to know that um, we, we are constantly striving to be like them. But, but the challenge with IWFSA, we, we say to the youngsters, you have to, you have to teach us to, to, to even be better. So it's a mutual responsibility of paying it forward. And that could go on. But I think that the real issue here is beyond the words. It's saying, how do we in an institution that has over 8,000 distinguished members globally from 34 nations spanning six continents now take the responsibility of building and creating spaces for women um, in, in all spaces possible where we believe of the differences that are made will come from the activism of those women, the feminism of those women, and the diplomacy that, that is brought to bear in a boardroom or in a community civil service because there's a voice that, that portrays that humanity and empathy while being firm and astute in the decisions that are required. Mm. And tell me, how do you um, recruit or what's the criteria for you to be able to, to qualify to be a member and what is the process? I think it's, it's an interesting one because you get invited to be part of it and, and that's probably the, the easy part is your experience gets you there. So it's, it's mainly esteemed members in South Africa, it's 100 of us. I think what's more exciting is less the recruitment of who we are in that group but more what they're actually doing to galvanize and make sure that they're more, you multiply. So part of paying it forward, you have to actually lift but also multiply. The multiply part comes in the partnerships with different institutions. I mentioned facets. The Hall of Fame, for example, is a partnership with Standard Bank. And with Standard Bank, to make sure that actually we are, uh, as much as we're only 100 of us, so we are 
facilitating the values of IWFSA into every corridor of the different uh, private uh, or public sectors that we're involved in. So I, I, for me, I, I'm more excited about the fact that you take 100 women and you, you multiply that factor. If you touch 1,000 women, that's more, even more important. But your, 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 your calling card is experience and years are with that in civil society or private sector. And a lot of the women who are members of IWFSA are effectively not recruited. They're called to service, effectively, to be part of the organization to give back. Mm. So once you join the organization, whatever, depending, you know, whatever environment you work in or whatever service you provide, um, what are the expectations thereof once you've joined? Let's say you, you, you know, you, you are part of the media like myself. I'm in media yeah. and this is what I do. I've been called up. What are the expectations from there? Because sometimes I think we need to break it down for somebody who's listening in layman's terms so that they really understand. Okay, Absolutely. if I joined, this is what happens to me. So, so you're invited to. So what, if I look at the media side, what the, one of the board members and members is Ms. Basisani Kumalo. So the, the basic things like the youngsters and the, what young leaders connect, for example, are interested in PR and marketing and communication, would have the opportunity, for example, to engage with somebody like that in structured mentorship programs, whether it's basic things such as media training, understanding challenges of even in the world that we live today, is what is your brand? What's your, how do you build your brand? We come from a generation where we didn't have the instant gratification of social media. So there are certain basics that have been forgotten around how you succeed to build yourself and build your own brand with credibility beyond just following um, you know, what is in fashion, what's not. So you effectively almost have those one-on-one masterclasses uh, with such a creation. If you look at the financial services uh, sector, for example, you'd have um, an opportunity to engage and be mentored by somebody like Maria Ramos, who's a member, who herself was the first female uh, CEO of, of one of the largest banks in the country. So, and I can, I can mention every sector there's such a person. So, so you're taking young women and you're, you're creating spaces for them from all parts of the country to be able to have access to individuals who've been through good and bad times in navigating their own challenges. If you go into the retail sector, you have an opportunity to also get that, that masterclass and engage uh, in that regard. But beyond that, in partnership with companies such as Standard Bank or Facet, there's an opportunity to build a structured program um, and, and partner with institutions such as Duke, where the young, young, young professional women or young women are put to a structured cohort and a structured program, which also exposes them to their peers. So you're all effectively in a syndicate or a cohort with somebody from another part of the country uh, where you're now engaging as a young uh, finance professional and you're now engaging from different parts of the country with the challenges you face as a woman, but more important, the opportunities that exist in the country using tried and tested expertise, both locally and internationally. Because if you're engaging with somebody who's got the international experience, they're able to bring the world to you as well, or the continent to you in solving some of the challenges as you navigate your career. Mm. 22 minutes after nine and um, speaking to uh, my guest, I'm speaking to Audrey uh, Mutupi, CEO, Systemic Logic Group, a global financial innovation data and technology disruptor with a leading edge in um, execution in emergent uh, business models. And we are talking about um, IWFSA, 
which basically empowers other, you know, young women. It could be young women, or maybe I should even ask the, the question from you, Audrey. Do you have an age gap? An, an, an age cap? So in terms of the, the, the women that we reach out to, as an example, well, I, I guess the, the answer would be no, because if I look at our Young Leaders Connect in their 20s, um, in fact, I've learned a lot from our Young Leaders Connect because you're able to bridge the current, the past, the present, and the future uh, by bringing a very diverse uh, group of young women together. So no, I think that what really sets any of the young women listening tonight apart is their curiosity uh, their insight, the ability to be challenged uh, and challenged back and willingness to learn. And what about in a case where, because you did mention that, you know, and, and just from, from some of the examples you've given, we're talking about women that are very iconic. I mean, uh, Ramosa, for instance, Basesa Nakumelo, you know, they've, they've been out there and, you know, very pivotal in their fraternities. What about those individuals, the unsung heroes or, you know, unseen, you know, that they're just uh, some business people or people that are really making an impact, but never really get to, to talk much, but they are a well of wisdom. How yeah, then do you, are you able to find this type of individuals? Uh, you know, in a continent, in a country such as ours, um, it, you'd be very surprised how easy it is to find really preeminent uh, women out there that are role, true role models. So I've mentioned just a few, but we're talking about about 100 of us. And 100 of us has got everything from uh, professors of uh, universities to activists uh, to civil servants that are part of the group. And the real test is actually trying to make sure that you find that balance because uh, you're bringing in both iconic women, but, you, but the, the real differentiator is women. It's actually women who have had that experience, who are preeminent, who are trailblazers in what they've done, who've made a mark on society where they're shattering barriers in communities or in the boardrooms, who are inspiring others uh, with their determination, compassion, who have an experience as, as leaders or entrepreneurs. So once you've mapped out that criteria, you're really starting to look up. And in fact, um, if I were to ask your listeners to name 10 women across the country or 10 women across the continent, uh, you'd be, you wouldn't, I wouldn't be surprised that those 10 women are possibly already part of the 100 that I'm talking about. That's quite interesting. Uh, the lines are open. That's 86 2032 uh, right up until top of the hour. That's at 10 o'clock uh, on the viewpoint. Or otherwise, you can send us a voice note on 0614-104-107. And uh, right now, talking uh, to Audrey, who is our guest, and uh, we're talking about IWFSA honoring leadership excellence. It will be interesting to find out if you know maybe other women that are doing great work but for some strange reason, maybe they just don't have, it could be time, you know, put it in a lighter way. Or maybe they're just not as, as, as visible as we would like them to be. And uh, they could share uh, their wealth of, uh, you know, knowledge or wealth of intellect so that, you know, other young women can, can sponge off. Uh, let's have that conversation and finding out what you think and how you feel about it. I like the nice challenge, Audrey, where you say, maybe we must ask, oh, give us five. If we say 10, it's a lot. Maybe five or three women that you know 
uh, that could be of use. But whilst we are still talking about the subject matter, let's talk about the honoring, the actual, you know, the partnership with Standard Bank, um, which is happening in, in Thursday, I, I, I believe. Yes. How, how then do you select these women? And tell me about the process. So I, I think one of the Hall of Fame, um, if you look at the whole International Women's Forum itself globally and the approach that's been taken. So I think what, one of the things uh, that's worth noting is that whether it's the IWF or the IWFSA, which is the South African part, is we're really firmly rooted in the belief that, first of all, by empowering visionary women and fostering a culture of mentorship, you then create a robust framework and support system. And by that is you've got it, the whole part of paying it forward. And, and part of paying it forward is also celebrating those have that those that are already empowered and are, are part of this ecosystem of redefining leadership paradigms and be, and playing a role in everything that they do. So it's worth then that uh, the Hall of Fame, which is what's happening on Thursday, um, and effectively it's part of the celebration. And what we what, what that's about it's really about paying tribute. Uh, to women who have devoted their lives and their careers and who are uh, party to some of the members or some are just in the community, doesn't have to be um, IWFSA members, and they really have devoted their lives and their careers to uplifting and empowering others. Um, and they could be doing so through advancing women in leadership. They could, they could be doing so through broader service for all humanity. I'll give an example last year, of course, I can't tell you who the honorees are this year, but you'll have to wait until Thursday and call somebody shortly after Thursday. But if I look at last year, uh, we honored, uh, for example, the Director General of the World Trade Organization, um, Dr. Ngozi Okonje Iwela, uh, who's Nigerian, and, and in fact, one of the uh, top proud uh, women in Africa, for those who know her. Uh, and then we also honored uh, uh, the May. Uh, Freeni Jinwala, the late uh, Freeni Jinwala, and we are one of the women's organizations that are quite pleased and proud that we were able to celebrate her while she was still alive. And our very own patron, uh, Mrs. Zanel Mbeki, was also honored um, as, as an honoree the last time. So you can see that individuals who successfully, in, a, in an uncontested manner, uh, you can you can demonstrate throughout their careers, throughout their lifetime that, that, that uh, inspiration and the impact on society that they've made. Um, and effectively, the journey that we look for in the, the, the women that qualify is not just about me and my career and my role. So the differentiator here is a lot of, most of the women in IWSSA have accomplished as individuals first. The next big step is, step is have you then, what have you then done with that? I, have you accomplished in the work that you've done, broadly speaking, in society? And then thirdly, have you continued to do that selflessly and lift others? And have you been able to challenge and, and make sure women's voices and women take up their spaces and in whichever corner and space they come from? So have you been courageous and bold enough uh, consistently to be that visionary leader and be the change, not just talk about the change? Mm. And you also, uh, you you know, gender equality is very fundamental um, in your work. You say you are the voices championing gender equality, leading the change towards uh, a sustainable tomorrow. How how do you do this? 
So for I mean, International Women's Forum for South Africa, uh, when uh, I'll, I'll give a very immediate example. I mean, gender-based violence is, a, is an issue that we've faced with as a country and as a continent in the world, but as a country, it's something that every single one of us has sleepless nights about and, and on every single day. So one of the things uh, that International Women's Forum has done in that impact is we've uh, set up under the leadership of our president, um, Irene Shanley, um, set up the gender-based uh, violence, the GBS fund. Now, the GBS fund was really, uh, IWFSA came together and ensured that we were able to raise those funds because there's no point recreating um, a, a, another organization around uh, the fight against uh, gender-based violence because one of the key challenges actually even So that's an example of a program we've put together. So the impact can come in many ways. Um, as an example, I think I'm losing you. I hope I'm still there. Um, no, you are here. Yes, yeah. I, got, I got a little bit of a glitch for a second or so. <laughs> so I did. So, so a practical example is participating in a, pro- a process such as that. Uh, the second one is really then, so that's on one end on the social side. Uh, the second one, I think, if, if you look at um, every single one of our members and GBV aside, there's a responsibility in the work that we do to make sure that we're constantly uh, advocating for change around women's issues. Uh, we've uh, been driving recently with, uh, as, and in this case, in partnership with Anglo-American um, as one of the sponsors, driving the thinking around a, finding a catalytic strategy around the role from a policy formation, policy change, regulatory change around issues affecting women and the role of women in, in society and what we need to do to be able to participate and be involved in the change, whether it's in, from, a, from a socioeconomic and a political uh, uh, point of view. So the, the, the areas that we focus on uh, have to result in a practical solutioning uh, and a practical, at the end of the day, we need to be able to say, this is where our effort has gone to. I mentioned earlier on um, the partnership with Facet and Duke University working in the financial sector, really mentoring and, and, and supporting young emerging finance uh, young professionals. That's in the financial services. Now, that's also an important one because if you look at um, the, the growth uh, in, in, the, in, in the C-suite of emerging females who are currently CFOs, or what, what is the future of young women in leading organizations with a finance background? What, what support do they require? And that particular program, working with the finance teacher, was, um, I mentioned Ayanda Mafaleka, uh, not only are we able to create our opportunities within South Africa, but we're able to create space for those young women to go and experience um, through programs, whether it's in Singapore, the rest of Africa, to see how, the best practice, how well they're doing, first of all, because I think sometimes we're just tapping ourselves. And then secondly, what they could be doing differently in, in, in fast-tracking and, and making a difference in their careers back in their institutions. So I've given you three examples, very different, mm. but also within the International Women's Forum of South Africa. Mm. So part of celebrating at the end of the day, in fact, with Standard Bank, the Hall of Fame, is really a consolidation of finding those sheroes that are out there that have been consistently at it for not one year, not two years, probably half their lifetime, consistent around the the upliftment of women and championing the voices, whether from a civil society point of view, from a a, a socioeconomic point of view, and from a daily uh, social awareness of things that matter that affects us as women. Yeah. Well, Audrey, thank you so much for making time and uh, having this conversation. 
And uh, well, we'll find out then, like you said, after Thursday, <laughs> who has been honoured. Absolutely. We just Thank have you. we just have to sit patiently. Thank you so much for joining us. That's Thank Audrey you. Motupi, CEO, uh, System Systemic Log, uh, Systemic Logic Group, Global Financial Innovation Data and Technology Disruptor, with a leading edge in execution in emergent business models and um, doing some really great work. And basically, um, Standard Bank will be launching launching the stellar achievements and uh, paying tribute to women who have devoted their lives and their careers at the quest to uplift and empower and who are doing so uh, having advancing women in leadership in the broader service of all humanity whilst IWFSA celebrates all women who do extraordinary work on a day-to-day basis. So the Hall of Fame honoring, uh, um, you know, they're a modern day sheroes, game changers, and of course with their main theme, which is pay forward, because I think now it is now quite clear, pay forward, meaning if you are in a position of power, in the position of influence, uh, then your expertise can be used to empower those that can also take up a role where they will be, they will be able to empower the next person who will then empower the next person, the next person and the next person.